0: Welcome to Enneagram Plus Yoga, a podcast for the body, heart, and mind. And we have with us again Wesley Nichols, founder of Enneagram Chattanooga. Wesley Nichols is a local expert on the Enneagram. He's a certified Enneagram teacher, also a licensed marriage and family therapist, He has just a wealth of wisdom about the Enneagram, but particularly today, the Enneagram Arrows for Dominant Types 2 and 4. So we're going to look at that with Wesley. You're going to love this episode. If you're interested in learning more about Enneagram Chattanooga, you can Google them. He's got a website. He's also on Instagram, and we'll include his Instagram link on Spotify, So check him out, and thanks for joining us. All right, so we're moving to the two. Um, We're in the heart triad. The two is sometimes called the helper, the giver, the lover, and that is my type on the Enneagram. And I want to just share that for me, I have noticed that I can definitely go to the high and the low side of... um, The four and the high and the low side of the eight and those are my two arrows and traditionally um, the eight is called the arrow of stress and the four is called the arrow of growth but as you dive deeper into the enneagram you realize how powerful your two arrows are and each personality on the enneagram only has two arrows but those are arrows that you can do a lot of spiritual and emotional work with and so for me sometimes when I'm in a really healthy place, I'm able to kind of embrace my anger like a healthy eight might because I do have that tendency, I think because of both my one wing and the eight arrow, I have that tendency to push down my anger to disconnect from it, but when I'm going to that high side of the eight, I'm very in touch with that anger. When I go to the low side of the eight and act more like an unhealthy eight, I can really lash out with my anger um, in ways that can surprise people. Um, But then for the four, when I'm becoming a really like unhealthy version of the four, I think I can be really sensitive. Like I just have a really sensitive nature and I can also get a little moody and broody and just withdraw into my feelings when I'm doing the high side of four um, I really feel like I am practicing great self-care I'm doing my daily yoga um, and that in turn allows me to be more like a four because I'm more creative like my self-care practices help me to embody that creativity Of the four and I would also say that we need to just be aware that when we look at our arrow of health first and really start to work on that first um, which for me is the four then it can be easier to do the work with the eight Um, I've heard Beatrice Chestnut say that before and I've found that to be true in my life for example when I'm doing that work with the four It makes it a lot, lot easier for me to do that work on my eight. If I'm practicing the self-care, I'm much less likely to kind of lash out at other people and become an unhealthy version of an eight. Um, And so you might really want to be intentional to work first on that arrow of health. And then that will help you in turn to work on your era of stress. I have heard different Enneagram speakers like Beatrice Chestnut speak about that. So just an offering there. Wesley, what are your thoughts on the two zeros?
1: So, yes. So this connection that two has um, to type four when twos are kind of moving to this high side of four, which has so much richness and value, they're able to become more introspective and also acknowledging of their own needs. Four mm-hmm. a lot of times like are very in touch with their needs and, and what's going on internally for them. And twos at times can be more cut off from that. It can feel almost threatening to be in touch with those things. And so when they're moving to the high side of four, they're able to kind of be in touch with uh, what they're actually feeling and the needs that come with that. They also um, can move towards this in a way where they're able to take care of themselves. Twos are so rich in their ability to have compassion and care for the people around them. And so when they're mm-hmm. accessing that four, they're able to recognize, wait a minute, like I can be taken care of too. I can do what I need to do to take care of myself and also be able to kind of like reach out for help from other people. And so when the twos are moving to four, this is a space that they're really able to to inhabit on the high side. On the low side for um the connection that twos have to four is they can become at times more envious of others. And this feeling of kind of like, oh woe is me. Like why does everyone else have these other things and I don't have this? Look at, look at how much I'm giving and, and whatnot, but I don't feel like I'm getting what I need in return. And so this enviousness of feeling that other people have, whether it's care, whether it's support or attributes, their fours can feel a sense of envy. Man, other people have things that I don't. And so when twos mm-hmm. are moving to the low side of four, that can show up. Why is it easier for others um, to be able to kind of care for themselves? And so that's what that connection twos have to four can look like on the high side, but then also the low side as well. Mm-hmm. We also find that for twos, they have this connection to eight, um, like we mentioned, and accessing the low side of eight, um, we can find that twos become more blunt and forceful, um, so they can almost kind of be more, at times, like, aggressive with the things that are important to them or with what they need. And again, that's not bad, but when they're moving forward with this big um, kind of eight energy, you can kind of bowl people over. And they can also lash out more um, at, at others when they're in, encountering the low side of the type eight. Um, and they can also kind of hold over others um, what they've done, in a sense, trying to kind of control, in a sense. And so for, for twos, what's really important for them to them move into eight is being aware of these kind of propensities to these types of things to happen. Um, That being said, moving to the high side of eight, what we find is they're able to tune in to um, the strength and the power of the eights. And they're able to, instead of just um, trying to maybe get things done in a way um, by giving or caring um, in a way to get their needs met, they're able to kind of be more straightforward, more direct and, and, hey, this is what I need and this is okay to do. And they also can engage in conflict versus feeling Mm -hmm. they need to avoid that. I have a, uh, a good friend of mine who's a type 2 and she loves to talk about her connection to eight, being like, I, I feel like type 8 when I'm moving there it's, it's helping me set boundaries to protect myself. No. I can say no. I don't have to go along with maybe what other people want or the needs of others because this 8 energy allows me to, to, to set those boundaries which I love that, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't just have to be the 8 energy challenge in a way that's kind of bowling people over or blowing up on people. It can be channeled in a healthy way to kind of protect the 2s and what they really need. So mm-hmm.
2: interested. You mentioned that we had an interview with a type 8 and she wanted to talk about boundaries. So we had the whole interview and I was like, "Oh!" and she's a friend of mine. I was like, boundaries, really? Is that what she's like? Mm-hmm. This <laughs> is what I want to talk for an hour about. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. That's so. Because yeah. I'm like, you struggle with boundaries. You can just, you're an 8. No, boundaries. Yeah, that's so great. So yeah. interesting. That's so good. That,
0: that is interesting. I will say... You know, sometimes when we're talking, just memories pop up. And this is a memory that I haven't thought about in forever. I was probably 17. I don't know for sure. Um, But again, like, we, you know, we wouldn't say that people know their Enneagram number when they're 17. But, like, parts of your personality are starting to emerge. And I remember my mom and I were having a fight. I have no idea what we were fighting about. But we were both being pretty feisty. And um, she said, you are so dogmatic. And I was like, what does dogmatic mean? I don't even know what that means. She said go look it up in a dictionary, (laughs) and there was that, like, eight side of me, right, like, Mm -hmm. even though people see me as, like, this sweet Mm -hmm. two, Mm -hmm. actually, if if I'm with the people I love the most, you know, my mom Mm -hmm. and my husband being two of them, Mm -hmm. that feisty eight can come out, right, Mm -hmm. like, that anger can come out, so Mm -hmm. I think that that's kind of, like, funny that that was there for me even in my teenage years but I just like that memory popped up and I wanted to share it with you guys but I definitely have an eight side and I think it can be confusing to people too because they they think this nice too who has some underlying motivations sometimes and needs that they're meeting by being this like too friendly nice too that they can get confused when the egg comes out because they like, i didn't see that coming right, <laughs> right.
1: that's what i've heard right? yeah. like whoa like that was like surprising or shocking. i'm not used yeah. to that yeah yeah um, and it can be a good almost like warning right and again i think it's it feels very protective even like going to the low side and when that like that um anger comes up in a way that is feels like oh that's a lot there's still something very good and and protective for the two when yeah maybe, even in the low side of that right maybe They're not as practiced with being able to kind of like harness that in a way, right? That it's going to be um, kind of true to themselves, but there's something very good that that happens in that. And
2: to your point, I feel like the airs help us get comfortable in a space that doesn't feel quite comfortable, Mm -hmm. perhaps. Ah. You know, like, for example, for me, big feelings, I just don't do. They, you know, that the... So happy, so sad. Oh my God, can we just like pick one or just even it out? But then moving, even though it's stressful to me, it lets me reside there for a bit till I get a little more comfortable with it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't agree with my oneness, but this is a mm-hmm. nice little right
1: yes don't I think you that, think no i love that because i, I think what it is it, it's you and us in general in, in our own way move and get comfortable in these spaces that aren't right. comfortable right like we're used to it being a certain way and so yes. when we access this number it's like us testing the waters a bit like okay i'm not really used to this anger showing up okay but if i continue to kind of play with this maybe it can become more comfortable oh, and it's yeah. become more of an integrated part of me right. versus the part that i'm having to repress or push down and then it shows up because it needs to kind of protect us in some way. So I I think that, I know, I love that.
0: I think that's true for me too, is a two with the one wing, with the Mm -hmm. anger piece, is Mm -hmm. that like working with the wings has not the wings but the arrows has really helped me because to go to the high side of eight i realized that anger is something that's actually healthy and good and to go to the high side of four the same is true like that feelings are good but i grew up like in a home like many people did where we viewed anger as bad my, bad, my dad had a temper and and so i decided anger was bad and i decided to like you know, put my arm and put anger at arm's length and say, you know, I'm a good Southern girl, I'm not gonna be angry and like really didn't have a relationship with anger. And I remember having somebody tell me in my early twenties when I was doing a chaplain residency that, you know, you really need to look at your anger and befriend it. And I was thinking, who me, I'm not angry. Like I'm not angry. And I had to like work on getting in touch with that anger. And feeling comfortable with it and knowing that there, you know, there's a healthy side of anger, right? It's not just a bad, it's not a bad emotion. It's not. It's a positive thing that I need to be more comfortable with. And so as I can learn from the eight and the four, I grow. Right? I become more complete. Like we're talking about, we keep coming back to these words wholeness, completeness, integration. This is yeah. the Enneagram. What about for you as a one with anger? Do you want to say? Oh, I'm very comfortable in that space. <laughs> <laughs> yes. no some, some aren't. Someone's like, yeah. I know you've been real honest about, you know, that that's a flaw that you've been aware yeah. of for a while yeah. and like you're real vulnerable about it. Yeah. But someone's, you know, see anger as, as bad and yeah. who it's more of that who me. Yeah. I'm not angry. Yeah. Um, when I was kind of disavowing my one wing, you know, and mm-hmm. um, so, anyways, I just think that working with the wings, working with the arrows can be powerful for yeah. growth. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: No, I think that's, yeah, that's it. And, yeah, it's so interesting you mentioning the one as far as anger. Yeah, I just had a session with a one who was saying, mm-hmm. I'm so angry, mm-hmm. like, all the time, but no one knows. Mm-hmm. Like, I will not uh, let that out. I will not. And it's like, because yeah. it, it feels like mm-hmm. such a deep mm-hmm. flaw mm-hmm. in them to be, mm-hmm. for this anger to be mm-hmm. there. And they can't show it. They can't, right? And so, again, I think that's, that, that's a very real experience, right, for a yeah. lot of ones, yeah.
2: right? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow, Alright, well let's round it off. Since we started with a three, we're gonna skip over it and move straight to four. If okay. y'all are okay with that. Yeah, let's do yeah. it. So fours become productive in principles like a healthy one in the space of heart. And in a space where they need to tap into resources, they can become clingy and over and involved like an unhealthy two. So your
1: thoughts about four? Yes, yes, yes. Good, sir. So ones have, again, that connection to, or fours have that connection to one. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, when they're accessing the high side of this, um, the, the ones, what they're able to do is to become more almost kind of present focused because fours can at times get stuck in the past of what they wish would have been different and things like that. But mm-hmm. then ones and the high side are very present focused. What can we do here and now to uh, bring a sense of order, of right, of goodness into what's happening? And so fours who are typically more reflective in the past are able to bring that same sense of the goodness that are here and they're able also to tap into the high side of ones being able to differentiate between strong feelings and true values and that is probably one of the biggest things that the value I see come from four is accessing the high side of one is making the shift from what's most true about me is not what I'm feeling but about what I value most. Mm. And ones have a sense of that, right? It's not about what I feel, it's about what I value. And when fours are moving to ones, they're able to differentiate that better. And I see so much like growth and openness and freedom come for fours when they're moving to that one, the high side of one and that. Um, That being said, they also have that connection to the low side of ones as well, where they can become very critical of other people and also themselves when they feel like people aren't meeting a certain standard. Mm -hmm. So again, it's very like, no, that's not good enough, that's not right. Um, and it has its own ish quality, like, no, if it had been this different or things like that, but there's also this criticism that kind of comes out and they also can feel that their insider perspective is this is what's right. (laughs) This is what's good. This is what's true. Mm -hmm. It's the low side of that. There can be a very much a, a, um, convinced that this is what's good and right and true. And and maybe that's not always the case for everybody. So Mm -hmm. for the ones or the fours movement to one a low side, it kind of shows up like that. That being said, they also have that connection to two, um, though the fours do. And on the low side of their movement to two, we find that fours can become in relationship in particular kind of more codependent um, and also kind of um, in their orientation to the world around them. So twos at times can be, can in relationship, tend towards if they're not careful becoming Um, codependent on the people around them especially those in relationship and almost Mm -hmm. needing them to be okay right in order for them to be okay and when fours typically have a sense of themselves but when they're moving to that low side there can be this oh no you need to be okay so that I'm okay Um, and their own sense of worth or value being tied to that Um, we also find that they can at times over identify with the pain of the people around them so twos are very tuned into the cares and the concerns of others and so when fours are moving to that low side, they can almost become so overwhelmed in their own fourish way yeah. with the needs and concerns of others where it just kind of completely brings them down. And so, yeah, there's some of that emotional kind of codependency that can show up. On the high side of two, which there's so much, and again, so many of these connections that we're talking about, like, stereotypically or oftentimes we've talked about these as, okay, this is the low side, one number, and the high side of the other. Yeah. And this is why it's so important, I feel like, to be well-balanced is... Fours have such a good connection to the high side of two as well, right? Mm-hmm. Then being able to turn their natural introspection and want to know themselves into, okay, let me kind of tune into the needs and the cares of other people. Let me act on the empathy that's there in order to take action and be giving and caring for those around me. Um, that's there for the four. And when they're hitting in on the high side of the two, that's something that they're acting on in a way. Um, that's kind of action around them. And mm-hmm. so it's a little bit of what that four connection to two looks like on the high
0: and the low side
2: wow listen Leslie, listen are an
0: enneagram genius <laughs> incredible
2: incredible my head like mic drop head blown off the shoulders i could listen to you for days <laughs> yes that is yes. true guys it
0: no. is true it is true and so be in touch with enneagram chattanooga if you would like wesley to come and speak to your business to your church like he is our own little Chattanooga Enneagram guru. Yep. 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 <laughs> I mean, seriously, um, he has a lot of wisdom to impart, and we're so thankful that you took the time to share with our listeners today. Also, um, in regards to Wesley, great therapist. So, contact Chattanooga Consulting if you're looking for a therapist. Um, he's so good, he may be full right now, but you may be able to see one of his partners there. So, I just want to say thank you. Thank you. You're amazing. You're a gift to this community. Um, And uh, the Enneagram is is definitely helping all of us to build that compassion that we started with so that we understand ourselves and one another. Um, Final words from you, Wesley. Thank you again for being here. But what are your final thoughts?
1: yeah well one you both are just entirely too gracious uh, so so kind and it's been so fun I mean I love doing it um, we were talking about was it nine or ten months ago does yeah. not seem that long ago yeah. but uh, it's so great being with you guys and so I, I love being able to be in this space and have these conversations with you so hopefully you know in the future we can do this again But we are going to be
2: after you like two single white females stalking you however long
0: it takes to get you back
1: but Wesley.
2: yes, thank you guys. This thank is great.
0: Thank you. This You're was right. fun. This concludes our three part series with Wesley Nichols. We're so grateful to Wesley for being with us again. I also want to let you know that next week we'll be releasing a new episode with Sean Weller. Sean is a physical trainer, he's also an expert at martial arts, a yoga teacher, and Enneagram One. He's got a lot of wisdom to impart. We had a lot of fun with the interview with him. But after this word from our sponsor, stay tuned for our meditation. And thanks for being a faithful listener. Find a breath in. Exhale out through the mouth. And then just stay with that rhythm of the breath throughout this practice. In the Yoga Sutras, we learn that yoga is a practice to still the thought waves of the mind. And as we still the thought waves of the mind through movement, through breath, we enter the present moment. And as we enter the present moment, we go inside of ourselves. And as we go inside of ourselves, we find ourselves. And as we find ourselves, we experience insight, intuition, intelligence, peace. And this all happens as we pay attention to what's inside of us but paying attention to what's inside of us can be scary and so we run and we run in different ways what are the ways that you run away take a moment to breathe and ponder that question how do you run away from yourself breathing in Breathing out. I know for me, I run away from myself sometimes through food, through too much Netflix, through shopping. Take a moment again to consider the question, how do you run Away from yourself. Soren Kierkegaard said A person who is a physical being is always turned towards the outside, thinking their happiness lies within them. And then finally they turn inward and and discover that the source is within. Find a breath in. Find a breath out. Set an intention to find space, to be quiet, to practice breathing, to be in the present moment, so that instead of living externally, we can go inward know ourselves and to experience that insight and that intuition and that peace that come from going within. Namaste.